You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking wrong. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is Monday, Labor Day, September the 7th. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And this is Winning Cures Everything. Of course, we are discussing the NFL and all those wonderful things that are coming along with it. We have got the AFC West and the NFC West previews today. Uh, but man, we this is NFL week. Like, we're going to have picks later this week. We're going to be prepping for some games. I am Excited. We got through the first week of college football. Uh, it wasn't overly dramatic. There wasn't anything special about it, really, other than the fact that we actually got games. And I am pumped about it. There's no real negative reporting about the games. Uh, it, it's crazy. McKinnon jumps in. He said, good evening from Korea, gents. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. This is the earliest we have done the show in a really Really long time. So I, I don't know if we're going to have a lot of people jump in on the chat. But if you want to, you got it right there. It's in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen if you're watching the show live. It, you can populate your comments from Twitch, Periscope, Facebook, or YouTube. And they will all jump right in there on that chat screen, right on the box for everybody to be able to see. And you can help drive the conversation. Uh, McKinnon said, Army whoop that ass, though. Yeah, that's what. there you go. That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. So, uh, so yeah, we're you know, I, I'm I'm pumped about everything that goes on. We hit on that army pick. I might have set the expectations a little too high with my picks this weekend. I uh, went five and zero on Saturday. Still got Navy tonight. Did you see that line switched back again today? Oh, I'm <laughs> staying away from it. I'm not touching it. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Way too much back and forth. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. So, uh, if you guys want our college football content, go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. You can find everything right there. We are on the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. So, just go search for SBR Picks on YouTube. It'll pop right up. And we will be there with our opening line show on Mondays. 
with our pick show on Tuesday afternoons at 5.30 p.m. Central Time Live. News and questions and answers on Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. And Saturday mornings. We had a ton of people jump in on Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Central. It was, uh, it was great. It was great. We had an absolute blast and can't wait to do it again this week. I mean, it's going to be a fun season, fun season. And now, of course, winning cures everything, knocking out all the NFL stuff. I am ready for some damn football. First topic on the board today. Oh, by the way, everybody, if you missed the live show, go check out the podcast. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. It's very simple. And if you would like to leave us a five-star review, we would appreciate that. And if you want to subscribe on YouTube, hit that like button, all that kind of stuff. That helps out, too. Share the show out. Tell your friends about it. Uh, but, yeah, on Apple Podcasts, leave a nice five-star review, and that will help us out a ton. Um, so, let's dive into the Denver... Well, nope, nope, nope. Let's... Uh, <laughs> I got to get my wits about me here. Got to get my wits about me. First topic on the board today was the news from the weekend. Jadavian Clowney has officially signed with the Tennessee Titans. And this was an absolute debacle of reporting. I, I mean, there were so many different things floated out this weekend. On Saturday, during all the college football games, we saw that Clowney had fired his agent. So it makes me think that some crazy-ish was going on with that. But then Sunday, you hear, uh, it's going to be the Saints. Or you, you first hear it's the Titans, and then you hear it's the Saints. And then it's back to being the Titans. And then nothing is really official until you see pictures online of Clowney and his family with, uh, what, what's the Titans' owner name? It's Amy. Uh, uh, I got no I, idea. I can't Titans remember. Yeah, name. anyway, it, so it, he's on a plane with the Titans' owner. Like, he's in Nashville. His family's in Nashville. They have officially announced the sign. All this kind of mess. But what a, just a, a disaster of a reporting job by those involved in the NFL. And I understand people have their sources and they want to run with their sources and whatnot, but like, what happened to getting a story right? Yeah, double it, confirmation doesn't exist anymore. Just, just you hear something that sounds good, you run with it, and you treat it like gospel. And if you're wrong, you just don't even correct yourself. You just don't say anything. It's just, it's just terrible. It was really, really bad. Um, so you had talked about a little bit, you and me off air, uh, about how you know this the Saints because I didn't know understand how the Saints could do it anyway. They they literally have mortgaged the future. To, to try to win now and and they have no money at all. So unless Clowney was just going to work for beans, um, I didn't understand how they were going to make that work. And you talked about how they had had basically kind of like a, like a, a trade deal with the Browns where the Browns would basically be paying a bulk of the, the pay, the price for Clowney in return for, for, for draft picks. Yes. And how the league nixed that. And I actually have a problem with that. I, I like these teams. I like these owners. Now I'm glad that he's in Titans, and and, and I think that's a good spot for him. Um, I, I wouldn't have minded him landing in Cleveland. I'd have loved that, actually. I wouldn't have minded him landing in the Saints. I, that would have been a good fit, too. Um, the issue I have is the league getting involved in something of this, basically in where the, the Browns would be purchasing a, a pick, Okay. My only issue is in baseball and in basketball where you have no salary cap at all, I, I got a big problem with that. You can't just buy picks. You just can't buy teams. You can't buy, you know, anything you want. But in a hard salary cap league where money is just as important as players and picks, uh, free agent moves and, and draft picks, 
I don't have any problems with somebody saying, I'm, I'm going to pay you, I don't know, $8 million, $14 million, whatever they were going to pay for whatever draft pick. If they think it's valuable, they should be able to buy it as long as that money goes against their cap. Yeah. I, I, I think I agree with you here. Um, it, you find whatever way you can to get the deal done. And hard salary why, cap leagues, your money is just as just as important as your as your picks. Yeah. And therefore, if you're willing to swap cash for picks, as long as it goes against your cap, which means you've you've got this draft pick, but you also can't spend this money now, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with with any of it. And that's why I'm so confused as to why the NFL would have done that to begin with. Um, and it's not like that money goes to the owner. That money is actually going to the players. Like the the Browns would basically be paying Clowney's salary in that situation for the pick. Yeah. So that, so that like as I get it that you don't want owners exchanging money. I understand that as long as the money stays in the players' union pool, I just don't see a problem with it. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. And and I I wish. I wish there was more detail as to yeah. like. Was I there wish they would talk about these things a little more openly and 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 educate people on the rule and why they did what they did and if they find it unethical, give me a reason why. Don't just say, "Oh, you can't buy picks." Yeah, I get that. You can't buy picks, so this isn't buying a pick. Yeah, I mean, but but you can buy picks. I mean, they they do it in the draft and whatnot all the time. So no, I, they don't they don't win cash. They don't. They just always do it with players. Well, yeah, okay. I, I guess. mean, the but only time the that anybody's thing? ever bought a pick was the Cleveland Browns bought Brock Hess- Brock oh Osweiler. Osweiler. Brock Osweiler. <laughs> but here's the thing. They basically said, we're going to give you money, and you're going to give us Brock Osweiler and a pick. And I guess, I mean. It, that was allowed? Why, like, as long yeah, as why you is that okay? the player in. Like, that didn't make any sense. I just. In a hard salary cap league, as long as the money stays in the players' pool, I don't, I don't care what you do with the money. I think you should be able to buy picks. Yeah, I, uh, I think that I agree with you with that. I, I just, I don't understand what the, what the issue is. But either way, the reporting was an abject disaster. I mean, yes. just uh, all across the board, everything that's wrong with our reporting system in, in sports news and in any kind of journalism. Nobody nobody cares anymore about getting anything right. They just want to be first. Well, I will say this that uh it, you know, when when he fired his agent, like I think a lot of people lost their their connection to this thing, right? Because I think that's where a lot of the leaks were coming from because oh, they offered this and Clowney wouldn't take it and they offered this and Clown, you know, it I mean, we heard all kinds of teams that were interested and exactly what they were offering and we never we never heard anything else. I mean, it was it was yeah. really strange. So yeah, I'm I'm a little I'm I'm interested. I'm interested to see. I I would love to hear more details, and I think we'll get that eventually. But uh, but as of right now, no, we we got nothing else. We got nothing else. All right, let's go ahead and dive into our NF well NFL previews. It is the AFC West and the NFC West today. We're going to start with the AFC West, and I got to tell you. I'm a, I'm a little pumped to be talking about this division, man. There's some uh, there's some interesting teams here. We'll go ahead and fire it off with uh, with the Denver Broncos. Vic Fangio in his second season, they went seven and nine last year. Um, you know, I, not too shabby last year. I, they they started out not great and and ended up okay. Hey, let's go through some of the stats here. 
Number 26 in offensive yards per play. They had 5.0 yards per play last year. Defensive yards per play, they gave up 5.4. That was number 13 in the league. Turnover margin was number 13 in the league at plus .1 turnovers per game. So not too shabby. The question here, is Drew Locke good? Is he the future? Is he the guy that's going to get this thing done? He has got talent all around him, right? They've got Noah Fant. They got uh, Jerry Judy. They got uh, Cam Sutton. They got uh, uh, they brought in Gordon. You know, they they got guys. They've still got Philip Lindsay there. They got dudes on offense. Is the offense going to be potent enough to be able to get this done on defense? I mean, they added AJ. Uh, uh, how do you say his name? Boye. AJ Boye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they got uh, uh, Glasgow. They got uh, Jarrell Casey. They got you know they've got in Von Miller and uh, and Bradley Chubb, and I think Bradley Chubb's going to be healthy this season. I think Von Miller's going to. You know, now that he's got more people around him, he will be free to get back to what he's used to doing. I don't, I don't have a problem with the defense at all. My question is, is Drew Locke going to be able to get the playmakers the ball? And I, I think they're going to be just fine. I really like this team this year. Uh, by the way, the win total set at seven and a half, and I think that that is insanely low. The over is minus one thirty. The under is plus one hundred. You can find that over at Bet Online. And uh, and to win the division over at Bet Online, they are plus eight hundred. I mean, just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, which it makes sense because the Chiefs are in the division. But I've got this team going ten and six. Man, I love the Broncos this year. So I, I got them somewhere between eight and eight and seven and nine. So we're nine and seven. We're not we're not too total terribly apart. I think this team stinks a whole lot like the Cleveland Browns last year. Had just too much hype too early. A lot. Well, it's not even the hype because I don't know that a ton of people are talking about them. But it's you have an unproven quarter uh, coach, an unproven quarterback that had a good finish to a year. True, but we don't really know a lot about him, and we just loaded him up full of weapons. All right, and and at the end of the day, people were thinking, "Oh, this team can make a run." This that, and another. I definitely bought into the hype. It, it, at some point in time, I just don't know. You know, it's funny that that Cleveland Browns team opened up with the Titans and they were like pretty big favorites against the Titans. And everybody was just like, why did, why did we think that this team was going to be good? And the Titans just came in and beat the crap out of them. The Broncos this year, week one, open up with the Titans. Yep. And, uh, and, and, and I just think, you know, is this one of those things where everybody's just falling into a pit again? Um, and, and so I don't you know. Might we'll be right. See. I mean, you eight, might be right. Eight and eight, nine. And, I would love to see them go nine and seven. I like this football team. I love Vic Fangio. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll see how how it actually works out. It's all gonna hinge on Drew Locke. Well, mean, and, Baker and, Mayfield. Baker Mayfield had all the weapons in the world last year, and he was terrible. Do Do okay. you trust Drew Locke with Pat Shermer, who who they brought in as their offensive coordinator? No, Pat Shermer's yeah. going to be fine. He's been an OC in this league forever. Yeah, agreed, agreed. I, but that's the thing. It's, you know, it can can those two create a, a good enough chemistry, a uh, good dynamic chemistry. He's got to play well. But yeah, See, that's, it's, but it's, you so got to be able. This to, isn't a, it isn't about chemistry. It's not. A, he's going to know the playbook. He's going to know what 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 he's doing when he goes out there. Is he going to execute? Is he going to play well? Yeah, and I, and that's the question. Can that he is make the, the throws? Can he not make the bonehead mistakes? There's a reason there's a sophomore slump all the time on these guys. Uh, it Drew just worries me. Okay, he just worries me. I can, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I can understand it. 
I can understand it. I like them a lot. I, I think they're I think they're ten and six football team. Um, but I I do really love Vic Fangio, so I might be giving them a little bit. And that of a defense bump. has to figure out a way to be good because they weren't good last year. Yeah. And you can't say, oh, well, Bradley Chubb was hurt. No, you didn't have Bradley Chubb before that, and you were really good. So yeah. no, you you gotta you gotta figure this thing out. I mean, I think they brought in some uh, some veteran leadership. I you know I think they're going to be fine, and I trust a defense with Fangio. You know, I just I mean I, I did too last year. I don't know why they were so bad. Uh, they were yeah, it was strange early. It was strange early, but I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, into the season for a, for an entire year, they were number thirteen in yards per play, and that is really the pivotal stat when you're looking at a team and how they did. Uh, McKinnon jumped in. He said, "I truly think the Broncos are the only team in this division that could give the Chiefs a run for their money. The other teams have the potential, but I just don't see them putting it together like the Broncos or Chiefs." I don't. I don't um, think the Broncos are any different than the other teams. This I think they're better than the other teams in this division. I don't think they're any different than them. Yeah, he said. Uh, he said, "I've got the Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers in final order for this division." Ah, I mean, maybe, maybe we can get there. We can get there. Let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I mean, what what is there to say? I mean, you know, they went twelve and four last year. Andy Reid moving into his eighth season. Uh, offensive yards per play last year six point two. That was number two in the NFL. Defensive yards per play. 5.4 is what they gave up, which is almost exactly what the Broncos did. Now, if you get into the details, they were number 14. Broncos were number 13, uh, which is just good enough if you have a fantastic offense, right, which is exactly what you need, just a good enough defense to get you off the field and, and get your offense back out there. Turnover margin was number 8. They uh, they gained .4 turnovers per game. Uh, Mahomes, ton of weapons. You know, you got Kelsey back. You got uh, 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 Nicole Hardman. You got Tyreek Hill, you know, and now Damian Williams opts out at running back. But you brought in Clyde, man. You brought in your boy Clyde, and I think he is going to be fan-friggin-tastic. So I, I think the offense, that ain't nothing to worry about here. I think you're going to be fine. You kept that. Uh, <laughs> Monster X Gaming jumped in and said, what a coincidence. Your title starts with 9-7 and proceeds with the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, he said, nice shirt, Mr. Chris. So, and Matt Miller said, you boys are getting that work in early. Yeah, it's Labor Day, man. We got stuff to do. We got things to do, man. Uh, so, it, they signed Chris Jones to an extension on defense. And I, I think with that and with the players that they've got on defense, the defense is going to be just good enough to be able to make a significant run at another Super Bowl. I This seems dynastic. This seems like a dynasty in progress. As long as you've got Mahomes and you've got weapons and you've got a good enough defense, I, I think they're going to be great. Like I, I've got them at twelve and four because I think you know you're going to lose some games. You don't. They got a tough go, schedule. Yeah, I mean it's a tough schedule. And they got to play the Bucks. They got to play the Pats. They got to play the Ravens. They've got a tough schedule. Yeah, so you're going to lose games because they are already at a point, kind of like the Pats, where it's like, okay, we need to win more than we lose. But not every game is the end of the world, and we just yep. need to get to January. We've got the exact same record. I've got them twelve and four as well. Uh, I, Andy Reid's done this long enough to know that that sixteen and zero is insane. It doesn't matter. It doesn't help you. Um, you just need to win enough. You want the bye week. You want home field advantage. You want them coming through Kansas City in the cold, and and that's all you want. Yep. Um, it, it's it's just the way the way this thing's going to go. 
I, I think this team, you, you laid it out there. This team is all about Mahomes. If Patrick gets hurt, he got hurt last year, missed a couple of games. They did okay in those games. But if he goes down, they're not gonna they're just not gonna keep rolling. Okay. And we need to be real careful about dynasties. All right. Oh yeah. Out outside of basketball, okay, and even in the NBA, you still have guys that fall off pretty quickly. But every time a new team wins a title, we immediately start saying, How many are they gonna win? And, you know, the Eagles won that last Super Bowl that that wasn't a Patriots win. And everyone immediately started saying, oh, and they did this with Foles. What are they – how many are they going to win once Carson gets back? It's just – this doesn't happen, guys. Dynasties – we're spoiled because we saw the Patriots go on the run for the last 20 years, and everybody thinks, well, it's just that easy. Well, well, here, hold on. What what constitutes a dynasty? What what constitutes a dynasty? Is a dynasty like five years? Or is a dynasty like twenty? What, what right? do you think the over under on the net, the amount of Super Bowls that Patrick Mahomes will win, knowing he's got one? My over under would be two and a half. Do you think he would go over that? I I think he could get to three. See, I don't. And the only reason I it's not a knock on Patrick because I think he's one of the most exciting football yeah. players I've ever seen in my life. It's just it's really hard. It's really hard to win Super Bowls. <laughs> It's really hard. The fact that Bill and Tom made it to nine and won six is obscene. It's alien-like. Yes, it's it's absolutely absurd. It's not supposed to happen. No, I agree. I agree. Hey, by the way, you brought up over-unders. Their win total for this season is 11.5. To go over is minus 150. To go under is plus 120. And to win the division, they are minus 350. I mean, that is significant championship. Uh, Significant uh, uh, odds to win a a division title. Uh, Matt Miller jumps in and said, um, oh, no, 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 hold on. We'll start with this. Matt Miller said, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is getting drafted in the first round in fantasy. Yeah, he he probably should be. And I think he should. I absolutely think he should. I'd take him. I I have and would take him number one overall. Um, Yeah. I, yeah, and I, I think I, I he's going to. I think he's going to be in the conversation with all those guys. Yeah, I think so too. I, I mean, if you're if you're if you're taking Alvin over him, you, I think you're wrong. Oh yeah, absolutely not, absolutely not. I mean, hey, if don't, he's don't not if he's Kamara not there right by now. four, you're 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 just letting it go. Uh, Monsters Gaming said, "Could they be unbeaten at Arrowhead?" Okay, yeah. Could they win eight games at home? Sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Uh, Matt Miller said the division defensively is good as well. I don't think there isn't a defense that's worse than uh, worse than average. Yeah. Uh, I would take the Raiders being below average on defense. I mean, they were pretty good. Well, no, they weren't. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> In my head, I was like, no, nah, Raiders are I watched right. watch that football team. Yeah. They made plays every now and then. They got some playmakers, but they don't scare me. No, no, no. They're not a team that I'm not worried about. They're, I mean, they're not. Uh, say tenth. If you're not a top ten, if you're not in the top one third, are you average? Because I don't think they're going to be a top ten to twelve defense. Yeah, I think I would agree with you there. I would agree with you there. McKinnon said, uh, as much as I love my Falcons, I'm thankful for having my other team be the Chiefs. I don't think there's another team in the league with remotely as good a chemistry, especially with the COVID offseason. I think they end up 13-3. and three. Uh, After that, we'll see, but I hope it's another Lombardi. Uh, and then Matt Miller said, three championships in five years is a dynasty. Yes. Um, and then Monster X Gaming that. said, a dynasty could be three years. Just look at the Pats when they win their first three Super Bowls. They were already being called a dynasty. Well, yeah, they won three they, in four but years. They were. They won three in four years. That is. Yeah. That is. I think the number is three, and the number has to be three 
with either the, I mean, if it takes 10 years to get you three, I think that's fine. You've got to not have any real down years and you need to do it with the same quarterback and coach. Yeah. I, I believe that those are the two components that are the most recognizable for any team. And I'm okay if it took a decade to get there, but, but you need the same core in coach and quarterback. Um, and then, and then I think you can't be really bad in the in-between years to be called a dynasty. You need to consistently at least win the division or make the playoffs every one of those years. Gotcha. Maybe not all of them, but you know what I'm saying? A lot of them. No, no, I know exactly what you mean. Um, now let's get off the dynasty talk and let's move into the Las Vegas Raiders. This is Chris's other favorite team, right? The group. It was going to be before John got there. They went seven and nine last year. Their win total, as it sits right now, seven and a half to go over is minus one twenty to go under is minus one ten, and that's uh, that's over at Bet Online. You can find the odds over at sbrodds.com. to win the division. They are plus nine hundred. I found that to be a little short. It's it's a little. Uh, I don't know. I think all I, I three of these teams, the Broncos were plus 800. I think they're all the same. I think they're, it's going to be the Chiefs, and everybody else is going to have the same odds. If I had to guess, knowing that they're 900 and the Broncos were 800, I would bet the Chargers would be plus 1,000. Uh, Chargers are actually plus 800. Okay. So, so it's going to be all, within 100 points of one another is what I would have assumed all of those odds are going to be because it's the Chiefs, and these three knuckleheads are no different than one another. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Gruden enters his third season. Offensive yards per play last year, 5.9. That was number eight in the league, which uh, surprised me. Surprised me. No, not me. I thought they would be good offensively. Defensive yards per play, they gave up 5.9. That was number 26 in the league. So, yeah, definitely not good on defense last year. Uh, Turnover margin, minus .1. They gave up .1 turnovers per game. They were number 21 in the league. That's chucky football, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Breakout star last year, uh, played insanely well. They drafted Henry Ruggs. They uh, they signed Mariota as a free agent to kind of, you know, give them options on offense, right? You know, they've got Hunter Renfro. they got other guys, right? Um, they brought in free agents Littleton, uh, Nassib, uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Collins, Witten, et cetera. You know, they, they brought in they, – these guys, Gruden and Mayock, are constantly wheeling and dealing. Like, they're, they're just – Moving guys in and out, this and that. And I was really excited about this. I had to scratch out one of my notes because I was excited about Lynn Bowden, right? And and they trade him over the weekend to the Dolphins for a fourth. Like, they took him with the third-round pick, and they traded him and a sixth-rounder for a fourth-rounder, which I don't think it says anything good about Bowden. Uh, if they're willing to to give up on him before the season even begins, but like I I loved Limboden at Kentucky. That is that is not a that is not a good sign. I mean he's a, he's a utility knife, man. I I love that guy, but that, that's definitely not a good sign if you're giving up you know him and a pick for you know a lower pick than what you drafted him with. But uh, if Derek Carr or Mariota can improve, this team can be a surprise this year. Uh, they they played well on offense last year, but they had trouble scoring in spots. And then the defense, I mean, you got to find something to do with that. They have rebuilt this roster okay. But I, I don't think they're, you know, one, you play in a division with the Chiefs, so you're already in trouble with that. Um, but on the other side, like, I, this is just an average football team. And, I, I mean, I've got them with the most average record you can have, and that's 8-8, eight and eight, and that's improving a game. Um, I, I think they're going to be okay. But I, 
I don't see anything on defense that really makes me think that they've got a shot either to win the division or to even make the playoffs this year. I got them six and ten. I don't think this team's going to be great. I don't think they're going to be a doormat. I think they're going to be competitive in games. I think John Gruden, in game coaching and play calling, is actually pretty inventive and creative and really good. I actually like Mike Mayock a lot as as a GM and and a, and a personnel guy. He he's really good at his job. I think he's handcuffed a little bit by things that John wants to do because we know that John's making a hundred percent of all the decisions. You you don't get to be a hundred million dollar 10 year contract coach without having all control. Um, I just, I don't, I don't see where it's coming from. They're not good enough on defense to, to, to stop people and win ugly. And they're not good enough on offense to outscore teams. I think they're going to win some games. I think they're going to be competitive in some games, but I think they're going to lose more than they win. I think six and 10 is the number. Okay. That, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, McKinnon jumps in. He said, uh, as much grief as Carr gets, statistically, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, easily top 10. He's smart, works his ass off, and while he doesn't have a big arm, he does have an accurate arm. Okay, I mean, I look, I'm not going to say that he's awful. Like, that's he's definitely not that. I don't know that he's one of the one of the best in the league. Uh, I just... The only way I know to describe him, he's a poor man's Matt Ryan. He's just got a guy that's really that's, boring. Wow, that's he's, a he's really probably good, good but he's not great, and he doesn't get you off the couch ever. Yeah, that's a good way of putting that. That's definitely a good way of putting that. So he's he's not going to be the reason they lose games, but he damn sure ain't going to be the reason they win a lot of games either. That's a valid point. That is a very valid point. I feel the same way about Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan will never cost his team a game. But but he also isn't going to be the reason they win a lot either. That's true. That okay. I, I like uh, I like your synopsis there. That's that's pretty good. Uh, Matt Miller said Rogues better play well right away because they have receiving weapons. Yeah, they got a lot of guys. I mean, they they got a ton of guys. You know, two good tight ends, a uh, bunch of skill position guys. Josh Jacobs at running back. They they got dudes. They got dudes. The biggest but, problem with Rugs is going to have is pressure. Pressure being the number one receiver taken in a league in which. <clears throat> excuse me, CeeDee Lamb and Jared, uh, Jared Judy went behind him. And, and if both of those guys get out hot, talk is going to start about was Ruggs a bust? Even yeah. if he's good, even if he's fine, he's going to be compared to those two other guys. In every ranking, every person that watched the combines, every person that evaluates talent had him substantially third behind those two gentlemen. And and if they come out balling, it's and that's not his fault. It ain't, it ain't just like it. It wasn't wasn't uh, Daniel's fault. Daniel Jones's fault that he got picked. You know, fourth Six. overall. Yeah, it's it, not his fault. But that's the pressure he's going to have to live up to. That is true. That is true. All right, let's move on from them. Let's move into the Los Angeles Chargers. Coach Anthony Lynn moving into his fourth season, and he has been. All over the place. It had a twelve and four season. Had a five and eleven season. They have <laughs> fired kickers and fired this and that. Uh, you know all sorts of stuff. Uh, Matt Miller jumps in. Raiders versus Broncos. Rugs versus Judy. Who do you think is better? Uh, uh, Judy. Uh, I think Judy's Judy, yeah. uh, head and shoulders better than Rugs. Uh, Rugs is is a burner, and but Rugs is still okay, a good Ruggs receiver. Rugs is faster than him. If they yeah. get in underwear and they run a track me, I'll take Rugs. Yeah. Are we playing in our underwear? Are we running track? I mean, I'm we we running we running on the field, man. We you know? Judy, no, there's no evaluation whatsoever that has Rugs being a better receiver than Judy. There's no, it's just true. Not. 
It's true. Now, I think they're both really good, but, you know, that, I, I do think Judy's question, better. That's Gary. Judy's a better receiver. He just is. He's and a he's better a, route runner. And, he's, a, and he's, a, he's marginally better. He's a, yeah. he's, it's, you can see it better. He's, he's better. Yeah. It, uh, if to I were them, I would have taken him was a mistake. I would have taken, I would have taken Judy. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Lee, Lee, CD and Judy are, are, were, were splitting hairs. And then there was a pretty good gap between Ruggs and Jefferson and, 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 and Higgins and the next group. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So back to the Chargers. Anthony Lynn, fourth year, went five and eleven last year. Um, so five and eleven last year, and twelve and four the year before that. Uh, Philip Rivers last year was throwing picks like it was going out of style. Man, twenty three touchdowns and twenty interceptions. So uh, they move on from the old man. He moves over to the Indianapolis Colts, who are immediately division favorites in the AFC South, and the Chargers have got Tyrod Taylor, who they are deciding they are going to roll with. And, and he's supposed to be the starter. I don't think they've named him yet. But uh, but then they've also got Justin Herbert, who they took sixth overall from Oregon. And <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt Miller said, Chris, are you saying you want to play in your underwear? Kinky. <laughs> These guys in the chat. Um, good gracious. So I would be more opt to play in my underwear than without a shirt on. Let's say that. <laughs> good Lord. Uh, let's move into some of these stats right quick. Offensive yards per play last year, 5.9. That is not too shabby. It's number seven in the league. Defensive yards per play, again, pretty average, 5.4. That is number 15 in the league. However, the turnover margin, they gave up 1.1 turnovers per game, dead F last in the league. Number 32, uh, Joey Bosa signed a massive deal. Uh, he and Ingram, great duo on the defensive line. Uh, Eckler is going to be the guy at running back. You know, at Gordon signed with the Broncos. You know, that he wanted that opportunity to be able to play the Chargers twice a year. So, he's going to get it. There we go. Uh, they got Allen and Williams at wide receiver. Those guys are studs. They got weapons. This team, like, this roster is not bad. Uh, the, the question is, does, does Taylor or Herbert scare anybody at quarterback? Because this is a quarterback league. Like, let's not forget that. You got to have a guy that is competent and a guy that can get you points on the board. And Tyrod Taylor, as much as you and I both like him, he hasn't done that consistently over the years. He's been serviceable for sure, but he hasn't done it consistently. Um, and then, my God, the Derwin James injury. I mean, that's, that's just a stinger because you needed him back there to create a little bit of havoc and to get some of those turnovers. And I, I just... I'll tell you this. Uh, win total is 7.5. By the way, over is minus 145. The under is plus 115. And uh, and they are plus 800 to win the division. I don't trust Anthony Lynn. Like, I, I just don't. And I don't like their quarterback situation right now. I think it's going to take some time to get them going. And they play in a pretty tough division. I, I don't like what this schedule sets up like. I've got them going 6-10, and 10, man. I, I don't trust this Chargers team right now. We're the exact same. I think them and the Raiders finished with the same record, 6-10. and 10. Here's my issue with this team. First things first, let's address the Phillip Rivers, all the turnovers, all the interceptions last year. Okay. Worst offensive line in the league, period. Has been for a while. They play from behind constantly. When you've got four minutes left and you're down by two scores, interceptions happen a lot. Look yeah. at the fourth. If you take Phillip Rivers' fourth quarter numbers out – all those turnovers disappear. 
Why do they all happen in the fourth quarter? Because they're desperate, because they're down, because they don't, if they're not playing well at the beginning of games, he is getting chased the entire game, can't get the run game going because you don't have a good offensive line. The defensive secondary is atrocious, so people are throwing on you right and left. You got two monsters in the middle of the field on the edges, sorry, that that are that are just complete beasts. Um, but but they can't do everything, and and the rest of that defense hasn't been great. And, and they're not healthy. And so this is just one of those situations where Rivers was just trying to play hero ball to keep them in games and couldn't do it. All right? Yeah. I don't think that's on him. If you think Mike Williams is going to save this team, look, I love Mike Williams. I love him to death. But he's hurt right now before the season starts, and he is a take the top off the defense, go up and get the football, and I don't think either one of these quarterbacks are going to get him the ball. Uh, they may not have time to. I mean, they're, they, they're not going to have time to be. I don't know if they have the arm to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right. So it's just one of those things where I think this team is going to struggle. I think their games are going to be ugly and hard to watch. I uh, I will say this. I do like Kenneth Murray, the linebacker that they drafted out of Oklahoma. I, I like him a lot. He's a rookie, man. But he's a he's rookie. He's a rookie. Yeah. He's, he's a rookie, and it's going to take some time for him to figure out that position. Um, I mean, they, they're going to have skilled him rookies on. Great defenses can come in and and gel and be really protective. You need him to come in and be a playmaker game one, year one, for a team that defensively outside of of, of Bosa and Ingram are just not real good. I don't see it happening, man. Yeah, no, it's it's going to take some time. It Teams are going to go at him, and it's going to be tough for him to be able to find this place in this world. You uh you are correct. So I we both got them six and ten. Uh, with that said, let's move on. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are going to move to the NFC West, and we are going to kick this thing off with the Arizona Cardinals. 5-10-1 last year. Not great. 7.5 is the win total this year. To go under is plus 100. To go over is minus 120. To win the division, plus 600. Uh, kind of shorter odds than I anticipated. Uh, people seem to love this team this year, man. You, you bring in Hopkins, all that. Kyler Murray, year two. He has got weapons. He's got guys to throw to. And you got Cliff Kingsbury going into his second season. Everybody trusts him offensively in the NFL. They looked okay last year. Like, they they were in some tight games. They stayed within one score of the Ravens, the Rams, the Bucks. They had two close games with the 49ers. I mean, they were right there. And now, you can always say, well, the NFL, you're, it's always going to be tough games because everybody's a pro. That's what you do. Uh, and they, they lost more than they won, a lot more. But, you know, 5-10-1, not bad for the first season. Going through uh, the stats here, offensive yards per play, 5.5. That was number 17. Defensive yards per play, that's where they had problems. 6.0, that was number 28 in the league. Turnover margin, that is a bit of an issue. Gave up .1 turnovers per game. That's number 19 in the league. Uh, defense brings in Isaiah Simmons, you know, but he's a rookie. It, it's going to take a little bit of time. You you still got Patrick Peterson. You, you got a decent secondary. Defensive line doesn't scare me at all. Uh, 
it's a revamped roster. Kingsbury, I think, is still learning. Kyler Murray in his second season, is this a is this a sophomore slump or is this a year where he kind of breaks out even more than he did last year after winning offensive MVP or uh, uh, rookie offensive MVP? I, you know, I don't know. I I've got him at seven and nine. Um, I think they're going to go under that seven and a half. I think this is just a really tough division for them to be able to find wins. And and I don't trust Kingsbury just yet. Like, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong here. I don't trust Kingsbury at all. I don't know. I don't know why anybody would. He never, you know, he never was great in college. So I don't know why he would be great in the NFL. That didn't make any sense to me. But but he's pretty and he looks nice and he's easy to talk to and you know he sounds really smart. Okay, that sounds fine. Um, I I think they're going to be six and ten, seven and nine. I think seven and nine is their ceiling. They're still not really good on defense. And you put Isaiah Simmons in there. Isaiah Simmons is the kind of guy that I wanted to see go to a defensive mastermind. All right. Yes. I wanted to see him go somewhere who likes utility football players on the defensive side of the ball and are going to move him all over the place and be chaotic and crazy and a fun defense. Arizona is anything but that. Okay. I, I just, this is, this is a bad marriage, a bad fit. Patrick Peterson, I worship the guy. He's, he's the best cover corner to ever come out of LSU so far. And he's had an amazing career. He's getting old. And in the NFL, cornerbacks fall off a cliff at some point in time. Wide receivers are just too big, too fast. And, and I don't know that he can keep going. Um, is he going to be fine? Is he going to be serviceable? Yes. Is he going to be great? No. It's just, just, just age. It's just part of it. The receivers keep getting younger and more athletic and you just get older every year. And then offensively, I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to put up points against most people. But in the NFL, if you can't find a way to stop people, it doesn't work. It didn't work really well at Texas Tech, and it's not going to work here. Yeah. Uh, it, now, I, question for you. Vance Joseph was a really good defensive coordinator once upon a time. And and in Arizona, he's just kind of fallen off. Is this a you don't there's have just the no talent there? Yeah, there's just, no, there's just no talent. They all of the guys that they've gone out and traded for or tried to bring in are all old. Yeah, and this is a, this is a, like if if you had all of these guys at Arizona right now in their prime, that would be a badass defense. But you don't. You got them all on their second or third contract. Congratulations. Yeah, so they, they've they've lost luck. that first step. It, yeah, people, guess what people do? They leave the Midwest and they leave the Northeast for Arizona to retire. That's <laughs> that's what happens. That's a, that's a valid point. You got a bunch valid of geriatrics point. on the defense, and you bring this kid in who's just an absolute freak in Isaiah Simmons, and you say, here, play, play canasta with these old bastards. Uh, Matt Miller said, best division in football, NFC West. Uh, I disagree, but okay. I, I don't I – don't, Know that I agree there. I I mean I I agree with you. Probably probably not the best. Um, it's a really good division. Very competitive. It's good. It's good. It's fine. Yeah. It's good. Uh, he said. Uh, I think as Chris always says, you're a moron if you don't sprinkle a little money on Kyler Murray MVP. Uh, maybe. I mean, he he can I, be I exciting. I mean, with 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 Cliff, like I don't think offense is ever going to really be a problem with Cliff Kingsbury. Like it, the only problem it will be is they might get off the field a little too quickly. And that defense, because it is not built uh, correctly just yet, that could be that could be a problem. So McKinnon jumps in. He said, "I'm more excited for Arizona than any other NFC East team uh, to see how it begins to pan out." Uh, I think he meant NFC West. Uh, Murray could be something special, especially in Kingsbury uh, Kingsbury's offense. But again, I'm not sure how to think about him. Either way, it'll be damn fun to watch. Uh, they will said, be fun to watch. They will. Uh, McKinnon, that's fine. McKinnon said, "NFC South is by far the best division right now." Yes. 
I mean, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, I, I just Carolina, think it's, it's, it's top heavy, but with the Bucks and the Saints, we're going to have 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 just absolute explosion. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think, I, you might I right. think that I don't think the the Falcons and the Panthers are good, but but I think the the we don't have two teams at the elite level of what I think the Bucks and Saints will be. I, I have both of those teams over twelve wins, are 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 at twelve or over our eleven wins or more. Like, there's no other division that has that. That's a good point. Good point. Good point. All I'm, right. I'm looking I'm looking for some MVP odds. See, you say Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray, I mean, those are kind of short odds. It's plus fourteen hundred. You know, that's that's not great. Lamar and, and Dak are plus a thousand, plus twelve hundred. So he's kind of a favorite. If if I was gonna you're talking about long shot MVP odds. Cam Newton, you can get plus twenty five hundred. Deshaun Watson, you can get plus twenty five hundred. Drew Brees, you can get plus twenty five hundred. I'd I'd throw that fourteen hundred in the garbage. Hey, what what what's Brady at right now? Thomas is he's not. I mean, you, you terrible odds twelve hundred. Oh, okay, that's I, I was curious because he's getting but, older. But you but but Breeze, if Breeze has his farewell season and the Saints are amazing this year, Breeze has never won an MVP. I don't think. I, I could see them giving it to him if if it's close. I think he gets the nod. Um, Watson, if he takes this team after they got rid of Hopkins, I I think everybody in the sports media would love if they win that division. He's great. Um, and then Cam coming back, taking over after Tom, filling those shoes. If they win ten games and win that division. I, I think Cam Newton has a, has a real shot at getting it, and you can make good money on those guys. Matt Miller jumped in on YouTube, said, uh, fine, the NFC West is the deepest. I don't see a bad team in the no, NFC you're right. West. I'll agree with that. Uh, I'll agree yeah. with that. I think the Arizona Cardinals is the only team that finishes below 500. Uh, he said, I uh, will agree with they don't have a doormat. He, he asked this. He said, what are Drew Locke's MVP odds? That's, that's a fool's errand, but I'll tell you. Hang on. Jesus. <laughs> that's just not smart. Well, I, hey, I mean, I, I don't think it's a terrible idea. The uh, same as Cam Newton and Drew Brees and Sean Watson plus twenty five hundred. Yeah, see, that's, that's they better be. They got to be a hell of a lot more than that for me to touch it. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, it, it's got to be Joe 3, Burrow is sixty six hundred. All right, I would rather I would rather have Joe Burrow and Daniel Jones at sixty six hundred than Drew Locke at the same as Watson River uh, Ben or uh, or uh, 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 Cam. Yeah, I think I agree. I think I agree. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Let's go to the next team. We still got three teams left in this division. Next one up, the Los Angeles Rams. Nine and seven last year. Their win total right now sits at eight and a half. To go over is minus one hundred five. To go under is oh, by the way, Arizona Cardinals. I had seven and nine, seven and nine. Um, so uh, so eight and a half over is minus one hundred five. To go under minus one twenty five. To win the division is plus fifty or plus uh, five fifty. Excuse me. Coach Sean McVay entering his fourth season. Let, let's go through some of the stats. And they were not a bad football team last year. Uh, 5.7 offensive yards per play, per, uh, uh, yeah, per play. Number 11 in the league. Defensive yards per play, 5.1 is what they gave up. That was number eight in the league. Turnover margin, however, number 16. Uh, they were dead even. 0.0, uh, didn't gain or lose. Um, Aaron Donald, I mean, that's the the key to the defense, right? I mean, he's he's just... An absolute stud, and and I will believe that he will continue to be that until I don't see it again. Uh, you know, they lose Brandon Cooks, they lose Gurley, they lose Dante Fowler. At running back Cam Akers expected to uh, to lead the backfield and whatnot this year. I mean, they brought him in in the second round. They lost a ton of draft picks. They, I, I'm curious. You know, does their win now um, moves 
do, do those bite them at this point? Because I thought it would bite them even more last year, but, you know, it, it didn't. Uh, Kittle, you know, uh, not Kittle, uh, is McVay uh, still like a hot shot? Is he still the boy wonder? Is he? And I still think he's a fantastic coach. But when he came in, man, he took this league by storm, and everybody was hiring anybody that had anything to do with him. I don't like the roster right now. I don't like Jared Goff, especially for the money that they spent on him. I don't like the weapons. I mean, they still got Cooper Cup. They got guys, you know. But I, And I, I don't like what they're doing, but I still trust McVay to be able to get the most out of what they've got. Uh, I've got him at 9-7, and seven, but... I don't feel great about it. We're really close. I got him at eight and eight. That makes sense. I, I think, I think, listen, I think McVay is really good. I still like McVay a lot. I never liked golf and that defense has gotten progressively worse. They went all in last year and it, you know, they spent a ton of money. They went out and got a lot of free agents and they have zero draft capital. So I don't even know how they get better. Okay. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where, uh, that defense isn't going to get better. They're going to get worse every year. Um, I think they're going to struggle. I think offensively they're going to be good. Yeah. I, I mean, don't see yeah, them finishing be below 500, but at the same time, I, I, it's really hard for me to find more than eight wins to them. I don't think they're going to be the juggernaut that that we thought they would be when he first came in the league. Uh, Matt Miller said it'll be interesting to see who plays running back for him. I took a late flyer on Cam Akers, but it could be your boy Henderson. Nope. Uh, Henderson, no chance. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Cam, and it's yeah. not close. I don't. Th- I don't think it's close at all. Henderson had opportunities last year to get on the field. Yep. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do anything. You know, Henderson, and maybe Henderson is looking like another Memphis bust. Yeah, and I, I like. Don't get me wrong. We are pulling for him. We want him to yeah. do well. But my, it, but I'm not gonna lie about what my eyes see. Yeah, the returns were not great last year. He, he's he's not he's not been good. The, the returns were not and great. And he had plenty of opportunity to steal that job, to grab that job by the haunches and just take it. And and couldn't do it. Couldn't and do it. Couldn't do it. Uh, so, uh, so disappointing. So disappointing. All right, we'll move off of the Rams, and we are moving into the San Francisco 49ers. 13-3 and three last year, made it to the Super Bowl. Do they suffer the Super Bowl loser, uh, you know, next year slump? Like that's that's what you're worried about. Their win total sitting at ten and a half, and to go over is minus one fifteen. To go under is minus one fifteen. To win the division plus one twenty, they are the favorites, but you still get positive odds here, uh, because it is such a deep division, right? I mean, you still got the Seahawks, you got the Rams, you got the, you know you got things here, right? Kyle Shanahan entering his fourth season. He and McVeigh are the flavors of you know the month, and they have been for three four years now. Uh, but I, I like what Shanahan and John Lynch are doing with this team, with the roster, with all this stuff. They they replace Emmanuel Sanders with Brandon Ayuk, uh, kid out of Arizona State, and he from all the talk out of camp, he is fantastic. Now he's dealing with a little bit of an injury, but he's supposed to be back. He is unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, they traded DeForest Buckner, and they drafted Javon Kinlaw, defensive tackle, out of. Uh, South Carolina, and that he kid is, is an, he's a monster. Oh, he is a beast. I mean, yeah. he's unbelievable. This, this tells you how deep this last draft was, the fact that this guy fell as far as he did. In almost every other draft, that dude's a top 10 player. Oh, yeah, and it, it, that's the thing. Like, nobody really watched South Carolina a bunch I last know. year. Oh, God, this guy's a 
he uh, is a freak. He he could be the line by himself. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. absurd. Uh, I mean, he, so I, he reminds me of an old old school Fletcher Cox. Yes, he's he's fantastic. I think he's going to do good things there. Um, this team not as talented as they were last season, but uh, but again, I trust John Lynch. I trust Kyle Shanahan to be able to do things with this team. I, you know, they're a little bit younger, but they they got dudes all over the field here. Um, you know, the running back core is still a strength. You know, they lose Matt Breda, but like he he didn't do a lot last year anyway. Uh, they bring back Mostert. They brought back uh, you know some of the other guys. I, I think I think the running back core is going to be fine. Debo Samuel dealing with an injury, but he's going to be back on the field eventually. And he's one of those utility knife players, man. He he just does whatever you need him to do. He can catch balls out of the backfield, or he can run up in the slot. He can you know go out on the post. Like yeah, he's he's everywhere, and he is effective everywhere. And when you got a bunch of guys like that, which this is kind of why I like the Dolphins because they got a bunch of guys like this, like you can run anything that you want to run. And you can be effective with it. And in Kyle Shanahan with George Kittle, I mean, he is George Kittle is one of those utility kind of guys that can he can be a wide receiver or he can be a blocking tight end. He he can just do whatever you need him to do. And that's they've got a locker room full of guys that will do whatever they need to do. And I know, I don't see a big drop off from last year. Now the the win total is ten and a half. I've got him eleven and five. Um, oh, by the way, the the stats through this uh, offensive yards per play number four last year six Defensive yards per play, number two last year, 4.7. Turnover margin, number 10. Got to get Garoppolo to stop, uh, you know, throwing the ball to the wrong team. Uh, but they they gained 0.4 per uh, per game. So that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, but, man, uh, Matt Miller said, I wonder if McKinnon won't get hurt this year. Hey, a lot of good things about McKinnon coming out of camp, too. Uh, Matt Miller said that defensive line alone will win them three to four games. It's insane. Yes. Yes. 100%. Uh, give me, give me your thoughts here. I like this team. I got them eleven and five. I think they're really good. I think they're the cream of the crop in the NFC West. And I think outside of the Saints or Bucks, there's nobody else in the NFC that scares me. And see, that's the thing. Like they made it to a Super Bowl last year, and it wasn't like win now. It wasn't we're going nope. all in this season. They were it still was... in rebuilding mode. Yes. They literally had like a top four pick the year before. Yeah, they they it, it, losing Buckner is going to hurt. I think. Uh, I don't know. I think they I, basically traded him to get younger. Yeah, I think Ken Law is going to be great. They replaced him with somebody who who looks exactly like him. Yes. So who, who I think I, is going to be fantastic, and we'll be able to play yeah. longer. And, and is a lot cheaper, and uh, just yeah. a lot cheaper. <laughs> yes. So they they know how to work the salary cap. John Lynch has proven that he is a personnel genius. Okay, and and Kim and Kyle Shanahan just seem to work together better than. Maybe any GM head coach in the league outside of what's going on in Kansas City, but that's it. I, I really think that they're they're right there with them. Yes, I and in the I NFC, agree. I just think the NFC's down this year. I, nobody else seems to be a threat to me. I think the Saints and the Bucks are going to duel each other out. One of those teams is going to make the wild card. One of them is going to win the division. And I think it's this team. I think those are the only three teams that can make the Super Bowl this year in the NFC. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could see that. I don't see anybody else jumping up and surprising you. I I like these guys. I like the schedule. I mean, it's not it's not terrible. So I I'm all about it. Uh, let's move into the last team for the day, and uh and hopefully everybody's having a good Labor Day and whatnot. Hopefully you are enjoying a day off work and and whatnot. But uh, we'll move into the last team, and that would be the Seattle Seahawks. They went 11 and five last year. Their win total this year is nine at Bet Online. To go over is minus 150. To go under is plus 120. To win the division, plus 180. 
So they they kind of look at them the same way that they look at the the 49ers. Very, very close. 49ers plus 120, Seahawks plus 180. Not too big of a difference there. Pete Carroll entering his 11th season. He has made the playoffs in eight of his 10 seasons as an NFL head coach. Pretty impressive. Uh, this is all about Russell, MF, and Wilson. Man, he is uh, he's a beast. He's If it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes, I think he would be the best quarterback in the league. Um, you know, he's just unbelievably accurate with his throws. He's crazy. Offensive yards per play last year, 5.8. That was good for number 10. Here is where the problem was, and, and something we did not expect. Defensive yards per play, they gave up 5.9. That was number 27 in the league. That's not good. Turnover margin, however, Russell takes care of that football, man. Uh, number four in the league, they gained 0.7 turnovers per game. Um, I mean, good gracious. Their wide receiver core, they upgraded significantly. They got Lockett, they got Metcalf, they got Dorsett. They, uh, they re-signed Josh Gordon. It, I wouldn't say they improved because they kept guys, but, like, it, it, they bring in Dorsett. I think they got, you know, I, I, Metcalf in his second season, I think is going to be really, really good. I think he is the bell cow of this core right now. Um, they brought in Jamal Adams to pair with Quadra Diggs in that, uh, in that secondary. Like, I, I think that's going to help him out on defense a little bit. And, you know, I... My my issue here, like they went eleven and three in one score games last year, like that's a lot of one score games, and that's a lot coming out on the right side. Now, one thing is to be said about this is, well, you you done taught the boys how to win. Like it, you get into a tight game, you don't panic, and you you just get the job done, and that's good. But the other side of this is, man, some of those are eventually going to go against you, uh, which is why I think that their win total is sitting at nine after they went you know eleven and five last year. I I am not a fan of Brian Schottenheimer, and he is still the offensive coordinator. He forces the issue with running the football. And, and his early down play calling is atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Uh, Matt Miller said, I would never bet against the magician Russell Wilson. He said, they should try and pull some type of experiment and combine Gordon and Metcalf, and you might get a Calvin Johnson clone. Yeah, <laughs> you, you might. You might get a Megatron in there. But uh, I don't like Schottenheimer. I don't like what he does with his play calling. He he forces the run so much, and they they don't have great running backs. And the offensive line is okay. Like I, it, it's not it's not the best in the league, but you don't have to be, especially when you got Russell Wilson. Like I, I think that's a big. You and I have talked about this a lot. That's a big misconception with the NFL. You don't have to have the best offensive line. Like, you just have to have a good enough offensive line. But if you were trying to run the football all the time, like 60% of the time, yeah, you got to have a damn good offensive line. And and that they ain't that. Like, I, tell, tell me your thoughts here. I've got them going 10 and 6 because I still trust Russell Wilson. I still trust Pete Carroll. And I think the defense will be a little bit better. But I, this, I, don't, I don't see him as a Super Bowl contender. So, you know how I do my graph. I do my sheet pick all the wins and losses. I don't look at anybody's record. And then I go back and I count it all up. There's sometimes where I get a team and I'm like, Whoa, I didn't think I'd think they were that good. All right. Sometimes I question this, this method and I change it and whatever this year, I'm trying to stick to it. I did this. I think I'm wrong on this one, but I might not be. I got the Seahawks eight and eight. I, I I never I, I at some point in time that defense doesn't scare anybody anymore. Yeah. I think offensively they're really good. I listen to Pete Carroll 
he, he's on the ringer a lot this year in the offseason. He's taught he still wants to run the football. That is a that is not he the reason Brian Schottenheimer is the the OC there is because Pete wants to run football that way. That's that's the way Pete still wants to play. We he looks young and he looks energetic, but we forget that Pete is a 70 something year old man and he is not changing his ways. And the game has changed and the game has, has grown. And and the reason this is, this is a very, very, very rich man, uh, chargers team. Okay. From, from what we saw last year in the chargers, which is the reason Russell Wilson is having these amazing fourth quarters is because they're playing from behind constantly. Now they didn't used to do that when that defense was just unbelievable. That defense ain't great anymore. Okay. Yeah. And now they're playing from behind. And if Russell Wilson can't be a magician, then, then at some point in time, the wheels fall off and you lose those games. All right. They won a lot of those games. I don't know how they can continue to keep living and dying that way. The problem is, is because they win 11 and three in those one score games like that. And they finished the season 11 and five. That means all 11 wins were those one score games. They didn't kick anybody's ass the whole year. At some point in time, that ball bounces the other way on you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's it's just a it's just a game of numbers. It's a roulette wheel, man. It's just not going to come up your way every time. And and you lived by it for too long last year. I thought it was a farce. I didn't know how they were winning these games. I love Russell Wilson. I love DK Metcalf. I love Tyler Lockett. If they would let Russell cook, I would feel so much better about it. I am telling you, they definitively are not going to do that. Pete Carroll does not play football that way. It, it's kind of insane. The early down success rate is so atrocious for them, and they would yes. be so yes. much more successful if they yes. if they threw on first down every now and, and they then. Could, and they could run the ball so much better than they – he wants to run the ball. How about you run the ball in the fourth quarter because you're beating the hell out of somebody, Pete? We're, I'll still let you run it 60 times, 60% of the time. But – but get a lead and then run the ball. Yes, or or even that? even use it in different circumstances where uh, you can throw the ball to set up the run. It doesn't have to yes. be run to set yes. up the pass every but the, time. Hang on, we know that because we've watched football the last ten years. Pete has coached football for the last twenty years, but I don't know that he's learned anything new. Yeah. He's just a doctor that's been treating people the same way he's been treating them for thirty years, and he doesn't know any new techniques or any new medication. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's frustrating. It's, it's, but it works. And why does it work? It works because Russell Wilson is amazing. Yes. That's why it works. But that can't be. How you got to give him some help. He be? Like, that's, that's a crutch now. You're now using Russell as your crutch to continually do something stupid. Yes. And because it's, it's he, frustrating. Because he bails you out. It's like having a rich daddy that makes all your problems go away. Like, at some <laughs> point in time, you got to grow up and learn to be a grown up. Yes. You got to be a functional adult. And he's not. No, he's it. It, it drives me insane watching yeah, this team. It's it's really frustrating. I want you to run the football too, Pete. Run it in the fourth quarter when you've got a two score lead. How about we do that? How about we try to get a lead and then we run the football instead of running the football being down by two scores and now we got to throw like crazy in the fourth. Can, uh, can we try it? That our, our boy John from from West Coast. Can we at least just try? Can we just try it? I mean, it might not work, but can we try it one game? Two games? Can we can we give it a shot? Matt Miller jumps in. He said, "What does it take to fire Pete Carroll?" 
Nothing. Nothing. He'll, it'll, and, and I don't think he should be fired. I, yeah, I don't think I, at some point in time, I just want somebody. Here's, it takes a relationship with the GM to be strong enough to pull him aside and say, "I know that you've played football this way your entire life. The have you? If you're not watching what Kansas City's doing, if you're not watching how New England adapts every year, if you're not watching what these teams are doing to change from." New England from week to week, but other teams from year to year, their identity. Everybody knows what we're going to do before we do it. At some point in time, the element of surprise has to come into play. Yeah. Somebody has to have a relationship with him. That you tell them. And if you have that conversation and he says, stick it, then we have a different conversation. I, I think I think the only way that Pete Carroll gets fired is if Russell Wilson gets hurt. I think that's uh, the only but even way. Then, but even then... He's going to have the excuse. He could lose every game after that, and he's going to say, "Well, it's really hard to win without a quarterback." Agreed, but at, I mean, at that is, point, this it is your shows. this is the ultimate rich daddy situation here, where you got to fuck up for a child. Yeah, it's just that this is Russell Wilson hides all the flaws. Okay, think about this: Pete in New England was terrible as a football coach. I mean, he was not. He was not good. Okay, uh, he wasn't. He wasn't awful. Okay, I he mean, wasn't it, awful. But but they weren't. They weren't great. Okay, and then he goes to Southern California. He goes to USC, and he's got more talent than anybody in the world, and he beats the hell out of people. And yeah, he helped get that talent. That dude is an ultimate recruiter, and he is the ultimate. I want to play for that guy. And then he goes to Seattle. And he just hits gold. I mean, that dude strikes lightning, baby, with Russell Wilson. If they end up with Matt Flynn as their quarterback and not Russell Wilson, this team is a disaster and Pete yes. goes back to college. I mean, the butterfly effect of Matt Flynn in Seattle is amazing. Oh, it really is. Uh, it, by the way, Pete Carroll in New England, 97, 98, 99. Uh, he went 10-6, and 9-7, yeah. and 8-8. and yeah, and progressively w- worse and worse and worse. And His first from- year there, he took over a team that was built up pretty good, won 10 games, made the playoffs, I think. And then after Well, they, that, they made the playoffs uh, the second year, too. They lost— uh, The 9-7 team? I don't remember. That's, God, that's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, they, they lost to the Jags in the AFC uh, wildcard game. They that's lost to the Steelers ago. in the AFC divisional game. So he he won a playoff game, uh, but he went 1-2. and two, Yeah. And, you know— not not great, but then he goes eight and eight, and he gets uh, he gets let go because they were fourth in the AFC East. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, I like Pete Carroll, and I, I like I do what they're doing. But uh, I don't I don't I don't know he. I mean, every week on the Ringer went in this off season, you know, where he would come on there. They would because those Ringer guys are very big analytic guys, and they're you know, hey, let's throw the football now. Let Russell cook now. No, that's not how we play football in Seattle. I mean, it's crazy. And I just think that's so frustrating to hear. It's so de- de- just defeating to hear. It really is. It really is. All right. He's if he was a basketball coach, he would he would just say, oh, "Listen, we don't shoot threes. All right, that's just that's nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. You you take a high percentage shot, don't shoot three pointers. It's wasteful. It's selfish. That's that's how he would coach in the NBA right now. That's that's frustrating, and he he would lose his job fairly quickly in the NBA. I mean, let, if he had Jordan, he wouldn't. That's a, okay, give, that's it, give him Michael Jordan, and he doesn't have to shoot three pointers. He just run, make plays, score all over the place, and he still gets to keep his job. There you go. 
Uh, Miller said, uh, now you guys can go get plastered now that we've gone through everybody. I'm, I'm actually going to work. I Yeah, I've got things that I have to knock out. we got SBR duties and, and all sorts of stuff. So we we got things that we got to take care of, but uh, but that's the way it goes. So I've got uh, the toddler coming back home today, and uh, and we are celebrating, you know, it, this weekend is basically my anniversary weekend. It's not until the 10th, so it's a few days away. But, you know, we got things to uh, to handle and whatnot, so... That's the way it goes. With that said, we are going to go ahead and get out of here. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you to everybody that jumped in early. We know it was insanely early, and it's a Labor Day weekend, and you know maybe you're too busy doing other things. But but we're glad that you chose to spend a little time with us. So thank you for doing that. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. are over there. Uh, our, NF, our, excuse me, our NFL picks will be up on Wednesday. We're, uh, we're going to do that show on Wednesday uh, going forward. We are doing our college football picks on Tuesday night at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. And uh, and those picks will be up on the website in the CFB 2020 link that's right there at the top of the page. Uh, you can go see what our records are so far, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, so just go over to the website, winningcureseverything.com. Do it, uh, do it for yourself. Make sure that you are up to date with what we're doing. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast just in case you miss a live show here and there. And go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. And make sure you are subscribed to the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. All of our college football content will be over there. Our NFL stuff will be over here. It is, uh, it's going to be a fun, crazy season, and we cannot wait for it. We have finally made it to the first NFL week, Chris. I am hammered drunk with joy right now. <laughs> All right, uh, with that said, is there anything that is broken that we need to discuss? Nope. That sounds good. You guys have been great. Thank you so much. Subscribe, share out, tell your buddies about it, like the video, all that kind of different stuff. We will see you guys the next go-round. But until then, take care of yourself, take care of each other. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.